0: Success is often found in a pile of mistakes. There's never any losses, only lessons. So I strive to do new things.
1: What's up, everyone, and welcome to Studying Failure. I am your host, John Egan, and my goal is to normalize the conversation of failure. I want to help you realize three things one, you're not alone in your failures, two, your failure is not final, and three, Your failures do not define you. Each week, I'll bring out some incredible guests that will not only share their failures and their journeys, but will also give extremely practical advice on how to change the way you view your failures, setbacks, and adversity. Guys, I hope you're ready for this week's episode because it will excite you, it will pump you up, it will get you out of your chair and running out the door excited and ready to try new things because as Rory keeps saying in the episode he says you have greatness inside of you you have greatness inside of you you need to find that greatness you need to spend time with yourself look inward and find that greatness I'm telling you guys, this episode will get you fired up. It will help you change the lens through which you see your setbacks. It'll help you change the lens through which you see your failures. Because as Rory says, your setbacks are just setups for a comeback. Man, this episode is so good from minute one all the way to the very end. So make sure... You pay close attention as Rory just gives some insane wisdom and some insane insight on how to change the way we view failures. So guys, if you're listening, take a quick screenshot of the episode, tag both Studying Failure and Rory on Instagram, letting us know you're listening in, and then make sure you send this over to a friend because it is that good. So guys, without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode with Rory Douglas. What's up everyone and welcome back to studying failure. Today, we are hanging out with financial educator, high-performance life coach and international best-selling author, Mr. Rory Douglas. He has over 25 years of experience in the entertainment and investment industry, empowering entrepreneurs to pursue their purpose. Today, he supports individuals in answering the following questions. Who am I? What do I want? And how do I get it? Douglas is a master coach who combines life coaching with the principles of spiritual psychology to support people out of suffering and limitation and into fulfillment. Bottom line, guys, he helps people get over it and on with it. Rory, this time together is going to be special, brother. I feel it. I know it's going to be special. I appreciate you coming on, man. This, this is going to be awesome.
0: Man, thanks for having me, man. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to to actually getting a chance to literally talk to you on your podcast. And uh, I just want to make sure that uh, I am a good servant right now to talk to you guys and and pretty much open up from my heart. and And hopefully we can create some synergy and make some amazing things happen during this time that we have together. But I want to thank you personally for being who you are and what hmm. you do for humanity. So I'm excited, man. I'm so excited just to be on
2: your show.
1: Wow. Well, I'm I'm honored, man. That means a lot. That means a lot coming from you, brother. Um, well, dude, let's, let's just jump right in, man. Um, let's just jump right in. And I want to jump right into the spiritual side of things, because faith plays a big role in your life a very very big role. And when it comes to failure, oftentimes oftentimes we can feel like you know when we fail like okay, where is God? Where is the higher being? Where is whatever, right? How how does your faith help guide you and and kind of point you and and help keep you grounded during your failures, during those adversities and and like during those setbacks and, and struggles?
0: Uh, excellent, excellent question. And for the listeners and, the, and those who are looking, when it comes down to my faith, I think that it's so important that we break down faith because we we, we hear faith a lot. People say faith, faith, faith. But you very seldom hear people really, really give a brief description of what is faith. Okay, And I know the scripture says, without faith, it's impossible to please the creator. Okay, And I always tell people, you can't have true faith unless you have faith in something. Sure. It's not just uh, in the air uh, floating around. I got that faith in something. Okay. Faith in uh, in my family, faith in my business, faith in something. Yep. So in order to have true faith first, you got that faith in something.
1: You got to tie, tie it on to something.
0: Exactly. Which means okay. it's real. Sure. But that's the point. It's real. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people have um, faith, but it's not real. So I really want people to know when it comes down to faith for myself, it's real because I have something to hold on to. Okay. Sure. Something that's tangible. So sure. the bottom line is this if you want to really, really understand faith, in my opinion, you have to accept uh, both sides of faith.
2: Both
1: sides got be, of faith.
0: You have to accept failure as well as success. Okay. See, when people think about faith, we always think about the good things, the great things, the things that are happening. Yeah. But when you deal with faith, you have to understand both sides of faith. You have to understand Mm. failure, and you also got to understand people achieving certain different things. So I always tell people this. I say success is found often in a pile of mistakes.
1: Ah, yeah, dude.
0: And the bottom line is this, God never, see sometimes in life, it feels like things are caving in on us,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: I always tell people God never squeezes us. He stretches us to widen our territory. So you got to go through the downs. You have to experience that mm-hmm. in order to, to enjoy the times that you're up in your accomplishments. I always tell people, if you're never thirsty, how are you gonna know what it feels like to be refreshed?
1: Ooh, okay, okay, Rory. I like that, man. I like that. And 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 I like the idea too, the image, the picture of squeezing versus stretching. Cause I think I think that's a big difference. So dive in a little bit of kind of what you mean even in more detail by that, because I like that imagery.
0: Well, when we talk about squeezing, see, sometimes when things in our lives are not going the way we want them to go, we feel like things are caving in on us. So it, mm-hmm. it feels like, um, like a squeeze.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, it's your choice to say to yourself, this is happening to me or this is happening for me. Yeah. So when you have the mindset that is happening for you, it's really not squeezing you, it's stretching you. And one thing mm. about a stretch, when it stretches it never comes back the same.
1: That's so true.
0: So you want to make sure that when you're being stretched, you're not going to come back the same.
2: You're
1: uh-huh. going to be
0: stronger. You're going to learn. The whole nine yards, you actually are expanding. That's why I always tell people that there's power in your setbacks. There's power in your disappointment. But it's up to you to say, hey, this is happening to me or it's happening for me.
1: Mm-hmm. How do we shift that lens? How do we make that? That, that thought process, how do we see that thing happening to us for it to be, hey, this is happening for me instead of, hey, this is happening to me because that's a really, really big thing that needs to happen. Like that that thought process needs to change, but it's so difficult to make that change. It's well, so difficult. Know,
0: actually, you Actually, here's the thing I always tell people. In life... Wherever we're immature at, that's where we suffer at. Okay. If I'm immature in my finances, I'm going to suffer. If I'm immature in my relationship, I'm going to suffer. Uh-huh. But once I get mature in that area, I get over that particular part in my life. Okay. So all of us have to go through the journey of life to experience the setback. Okay. To experience the disappointments, but are you learning from it? Yeah. That's the point. That's the key. And a lot of times, that you got so many people that go through life in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s and never grew up. So you have to learn from your mistakes. So how do you do that? You do that, like I said, you you do that through the journey in life, through your ups and through your downs, Mm -hmm. but more so than anything, I want people to know that I didn't just get this information that I'm giving to you by happenstance. I got this information based on my story, my struggle, what I went through in life,
2: uh-huh.
0: there's a scripture in the Bible that says, how would they know unless they have a teacher? How would they have a teacher unless he or she be sent? Right. So that's why it's important that you um, listen to your mentors and people that come in your life that have experienced certain different things. That's how you learn. You just have to be a, a, that type of person that is hungry for knowledge and wisdom in the areas of where you may be uh, suffering and dealing with. It's all about information. But I personally believe that you got to really listen and 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 in time you'll learn uh, through um, reading and listening to certain different things and somebody will come give you some information that you can relate with. And then also people will give you some information about what you should be doing or what you could be doing and that's when you learn from that. Yeah. That's why I say success is fountain of power of mistakes. The bottom line is is that I may try something several times and it may not work. But if I give up, I can never accomplish it. So I know for a fact that in my life personally, when things don't go the way that I want them to go, Mm -hmm. my mindset is it's not happening to me, it's happening for me. And it's funny because it lines up with the word of God because the scripture says, all things will work together for your good. Right. That's why I say when you when you talked about faith, I was saying, hey, you got to understand there's two sides. <laughs> you got to deal with the, the 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 downs and also the ups. The uh-huh. bottom line, and most people they don't want to really deal with the downs. They just really want to think about the ups.
1: Right, right. Well, I think it's so easy because especially when we're dealing with faith, and um, you know, you and I both are both men of faith, and so like if if we're talking to God and we're saying, hey, God you know, provide this for my family, right? Help me achieve this, whatever. And we don't achieve that. It's like, what in the world? Like, God, I'm asking for it. Why is it not here? And then it's so easy for us to get really discouraged or for us to even be like, there's no such thing as as God. There's no such thing as anybody up there listening. In reality, it's like, no, no, like, this is happening for you, man. This is good for you. Go through that struggle. Go through that pain Because on the other side, there's something better coming out on the other side, man. So just stick with it. Just stick with it.
0: You know, that's funny, man. That's funny that you said that. This is a great conversation. Uh, I want to express two things that's so important. The first thing is a lot of us, we get frustrated because we, the fear of not knowing. Yeah. The fear of not knowing. Mm -hmm. And as a life coach, I like to give people a precise analysis so they can really understand something. When I was telling you about both sides of faith, mm-hmm. I want to talk to people about the both sides of us.
1: Okay, dive in, brother.
0: Both sides of us.
1: Dive in. See,
0: see, we have a a spiritual man or a spiritual woman, uh-huh. and we have a fleshly man and a fleshly woman. Mm-hmm. And the scripture says, "Ye that is of the spirit is of the spirit, and ye that is of the flesh is of the flesh." so these are the two sides okay people tend to exercise their bodies exercise their plans their goals but a lot of people are not exercising their spirit Mm -hmm. so you have a spiritual muscle and you have a physical muscle but if you don't know that you got a spiritual muscle you'll continue to exercise your physical muscle your natural muscle and your spiritual muscle is weak Mm-hmm. So, when doing times of disparity, you'll feel like that. You'll feel like a failure because you're leaning on your own understanding. Yeah. But when I understand that there's two sides of me, there's a there's a the the, the fleshly man and there's a spiritually man. And and the scripture said that the spirit is willing, action verb, but the flesh is weak. The mm-hmm. flesh is supposed to give up. The flesh is supposed to quit. The flesh is supposed to get discouraged. But when you exercise your spirit, man. You have the power to overthrow your flesh. So when your flesh say, you know what? I failed. Your spirit will say, you didn't fail. Get your butt back up. It's what? happening for you, not to you.
2: Let's go but the dude.
0: Line is, it's not given to us that way. We don't see both sides of things. Yeah. You always tell people that sometimes God will take away something that you thought was good mm-hmm. to give you something greater. <sighs>
2: You and lost we that it.
0: job. You lost that job. And that job to you was your everything. It was good. Yeah, it was good. But sometimes God will take away something that's good, but to give you something greater. Uh-huh. And what I mean by greater, something that's gonna reach your destiny, something that is is your plan and your purpose. So when we lose things that we thought that was good. It could work out. It's going to work out to our good. And I I do it all the time. I talk to people and they tell me about all of the horrific times that they went through in their their life. I was homeless. I lost this. I did this. And then the next word is, man, but God turned it around.
1: Yeah, that three letter word. That three letter word.
0: And I'm better. But Mm -hmm. we we didn't see that then. That's my point. So I really want the listeners and those who are looking that there's two sides. There's a spirit man and then there's the fleshly man. Mm -hmm. Learn how to exercise your spirit. Now, how do I exercise my spirit? I exercise my spirit through things like meditation, meditating rather, meditation Uh rather, fasting. Uh Fasting has nothing to do, look, fasting is just saying this. The the, the, the central nerve of our body is our stomach. That's where the hunger is. Sure. That's what the spirit is. Mm -hmm. If I can tell the central part of my body, no, I can tell a cigarette, no. I can tell advice, no. So Mm -hmm. it's all about exercising the inner man or the inner woman.
2: But it's not given
0: to us that way. So you have to get, get the point is, if I'm leaning on my own understanding, I'm making my own decisions. I'm doing things according to the way I want to do them. And it's so funny because the scripture says, To lean not on your own understanding. Uh To cast down all imaginations. Bring every thought into captivity. Which means the creator wants you to fact check your thinking.
1: Yes. Yes. How do we remain on keeping on? Say we do lose that job. That was, we thought was great for us, right? And we lose that job. And... You know we can stay we can stay as persistent and as positive through that time of man, something's better coming, right? It's better. something better is coming. and a day turns into a week, week turns into a month, month turns into three months, five, six, seven. and it's like holy smokes like what I need money to pay my bills. My kids don't have any food. like I don't know where this next paycheck is gonna come from how do we how do we keep going through that time like because it's one thing to at the beginning to say yep something better is coming but when it's 6 months down the road and it the only things that are coming are bills that are piling up and your fridge is being emptied out man that's real dude so like how do we just continue staying on and being like it's coming the the better thing is coming it's coming it's coming, it's coming.
0: You know, it's uh it's very much real. And what I really wanna do is is I really want to give someone uh some real meat. Mm-hmm. See, I believe that all of us, each and every one of us, we got so much greatness inside of us mm-hmm. that the creator has to reduce everything down to a seed. Okay. That's how much greatness you have inside of you. It's so great that the creator has to put, reduce it to a seed.
1: Uh A little mustard seed.
0: Which means, you know, we've heard it before. If you had faith the size of a mustard seed, Mm -hmm. you can move mountains. Mm -hmm. Reduce it down to a seed, which means everybody has more than enough Mm. that's inside of them. Mm -hmm. But when you grow up into a society that actually conforms you, you get to the point where you're relying on a job. Okay. That's why it's important that you learn how to discover the gifts and the goals that's inside of you, because once you discover the gifts and goals that are are inside of you, Uh that's limited, you have money for a lunchtime and not a, light, not a, not a, a lunchtime. And not, you have money for a lifetime and not a lunchtime, Ooh. So Ooh. the bottom line is we got to get in touch with that spirit spirit man, like I was telling you earlier. Uh-huh. In other words, everyone has a gift inside of them. What if that gift may be. You can bake cookies. Bake those cookies during those times. Okay. That you're waiting on. To do.
2: Yeah.
0: Take what's inside of you and use it. You know how to speak well. Speak well. Use that. So we're sitting around waiting on things because I always tell people this, in life, we're only gonna be doing two things. Mm -hmm. We're either gonna be working to fulfill our own vision or working to fulfill someone else's vision. Right. It's sad to say that we spend more time fulfilling other people's vision and we spend more time being unfulfilled. Right. But when you start fulfilling your own vision, it's going to fill you up and you're going to be able to realize what you have inside of you and you use what you have to create a job for you. See, I always tell people this, I have no problem with a job, but a job really stands for just over broke. Yeah, that's, just so over
1: broke. that's so true. That's so
0: true. You only want to make a certain amount. Mm-hmm. The creator didn't call you to a job, the creator called you to your destiny. Mm. Now you could, be, you could have a job, that is your destiny. I don't want I don't want you to get I don't one get that wrong. Okay. But what I'm trying to say to you is, is that people are waiting on jobs and waiting on certain different things, but what you've got to really do is wait on yourself, which means invest in yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Invest in yourself. I always tell people if you do have a nine to five, turn your nine to five into a five to nine. Which means if I'm not willing on working 16 hours a day for myself. I'm not a true entrepreneur. Right. Because I can't put my destiny in my job because I can get laid off. Yeah. I can fire. Yeah. But when I put my destiny in my own hand, no one can lay me off.
1: That's so true.
0: And that's what it's all about. I want people who are going through that right now. If you lost a job, there's something that's inside of you that's great. Uh Uh-huh. Something that's good that you know that you can do good. It doesn't matter what it may be. Start doing that. Create multiple streams of income. If you may have to go get a temporary job for right now, it's temporary.
2: Uh huh.
0: You may have to, uh, to, to to bake cookies or you may have to uh, uh, sell or whatever it may be. You do what you have to do right now. Uh huh. But the bottom line is make sure that you're investing in yourself. Yes. Because once you start investing in yourself, you're going to realize that how much greatness you have inside of you. And I always tell people, Focus on what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you're passionate about. Because your passion is going to always lead you to your purpose.
2: Always. What
0: I'm doing, I'm always. passionate about. Yeah. This is not work. I love doing it. Uh-huh. So if you're doing something that you don't love doing, it's just unfulfilled. And most people are doing that. You know, they they they're working a job just to get
1: a check. And why? why? Why are most people doing that? Why don't people step out of that comfort zone to where it is a little scary and try to find that destiny, try to find what they're really supposed to be doing, and then spend time there? Like, Why are people just so comfortable sitting in that nine to five?
0: Because we're programmed. See, we have to really think about it. We're programmed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we, we, Our parents tell us, first of all, our, our parents tell us, hey, uh, this is something i think you'll be good at so our parents they got an idea for us in most cases uh-huh we go to college we get an education we get out of college but college doesn't teach us how to create a job on our own we get out of college and then we go to corporate america yeah and we work for someone else yeah so pretty much we pretty much steered that way it, you mm-hmm. know if you do the math you, you 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 would understand it now here's the thing The average college student gets out of college with about $25,000 debt. I'm a college specialist. Mm -hmm. That's average. Mm -hmm. If they're pursuing to be a doctor or a lawyer, anywhere from $100,000 to $200,000 debt.
1: Holy smokes.
0: And and get this. The average person who went to college in America are still in student loan debt in their late 40s.
1: In their late 40s?
0: Late 40s. College loans have the highest percentages. Which means most people are paying interest pretty much all their life. Uh-huh. That's important. So we're pretty much geared that way. Yeah. We're geared that way. Right. We get out with a bunch of debt. We work for corporate America. But college doesn't teach you how to create a job on your own and get out and do something uh-huh. for yourself. So we're pretty uh-huh. much steered in that direction. That's the that's the point. So you know, I love what the scripture says. The scripture says be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of the mind. We have to renew our minds. Right. That's, that. you know, that's, I'm giving someone too much power over my life to put my destiny in their hand.
1: Yeah, that's so true. I,
0: I want people to, I want people, I want you to know that you got greatness inside of you.
1: Uh-huh. And the
0: best investment is you. And especially right now during the pan, pandemic, the best investment is you. Right. And well, sometimes- because- the creator will arrest us to rest us.
1: Mm. Arrest us to rest us.
0: Sometime the creator will arrest us, shut us down to rest us. In other words, to reset.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To learn, so from,
0: that you- to learn from your mistakes, to, to see what you were doing. So you can really spend time with self. Mm-hmm. That's why I say most people spend more time outside of themselves and less time with themselves. Mm-hmm. It's because the way we're trained. We're, You know, we're trained, you know, everything is outside of us. Mm-hmm. But the greatness is within us. So if no, if no one ever told me I got greatness inside of me, and I've been always all my life going after things, chasing things, looking outside of me, what about what's inside of me? Someone needs to tell you that you got greatness inside of you.
2: <laughs> I'm fired up, brother.
0: And some of, people need to be reminded. You need to be reminded you got greatness inside of you. Mm -hmm. And once you realize you got greatness inside of you, man, you you talk louder, you walk faster and no devil in hell is gonna stop you because Mm. you know you. So I encourage people to get acquainted with you. You got everything that you need. I said it earlier, you got so much greatness in you. God has to give it to you in a seed. And one thing about a seed, when it's cultivated, and it's treated and it germinates, it grows. So when we yep. grow up, things have changed. So it's a lot of people not that, that need to grow up. That's my point. I love that,
1: dude. I love that. So I've I've got two thoughts on that. One, the thing is with a with a, a seed, right? It'll grow up into a tree or it'll grow up into a flower, right? And then what happens once it's all grown up? It'll drop other seeds, right? And That's then right. those seeds then will grow. And then those seeds, will, and it just continues to grow and grow and grow, and all because.
0: That you said that. That's funny that you said that, because the scripture said we should be like trees mm. planted by the river,
1: multiplying.
0: Tree never withers, always yeah. in the
1: season. Uh huh.
0: You got greatness inside of you, but you got you have you have to speak it, you got to decree it, you got to declare it, and you have to know it. Someone listening right now, you got greatness inside of you. No one can no one can master you. You are a masterpiece.
1: Where do I start, right? If if I'm that person and I'm like, man, like okay, all right, Rory, like I got I got greatness inside of me. Yeah, but I don't know where to begin, man. Like there's there, I could go to YouTube or I could read a book or I could listen to a book or I could listen to a podcast or or I could go talk to a friend or I could go to a conference, whatever. And it's almost like information overload. And so then it can be so easy to just be like, "Uh, I don't know where to start. And so then they just kind of cave back into themselves. Right. So where do where would I even begin? Like, what would be a suggestion that you would say, hey, just start here, like start with this?
0: Well, it's sad to say that there's a lot of misinformation. Okay. Because a lot of our lives are pretty much carved out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm doing this because mama want me to do this or daddy wants me to do
2: this.
1: Sure.
0: You have to make a decision on what you want to do within your own heart. Mm-hmm. That's that's the first thing. And there's a big difference, and I want people to listen to me. There's a big difference between information and information.
1: Okay. What do you mean?
0: Information means getting in line to a system, getting in line to a tradition. Information is to inform you, to give you the right information. So I think a lot of us are in formation, but we're not really getting information.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: So we have to break that cycle and we got to get some real information. Mm -hmm. And the way you're going to get that real information, you got to seek it. You have to really seek it. Mm-hmm. So how do you start? The way you start first is, is you identify what you have inside of you, what gifts you have inside of you, what sure. you enjoy to do. You know, I always tell people, I talk to people, I do I do life coaching sessions. And people mm-hmm. say, you know, Rory, I don't really know my dream. I, I don't really know what I'm good at. And then I ask them, Bob or Sally, 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 if you could right now in a perfect world, what would you like to do? Wow, mm-hmm. I would like to be a humanitarian. I would like to 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 help people. I would like to travel the world. That's her dream. She's she already know what she want to do. Right? But the question is how to do.
1: Yeah, how do how do I get there?
0: And that's what I'm saying. The first thing you have to get out of formation and you got to get real information. Okay. You have to really look at what you're good at in life.
1: Become very self-aware.
0: Self-aware. What you're good at. Yeah. And you want to use what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Even if it's your hobby, use what you're good at with your hobby. Turn your hobby into your career. Mm-hmm. But as I was saying earlier, we spend so much time outside right. of ourselves that sometimes we right. really lose ourselves.
1: Right. Completely.
0: You've lost yourself If you're waiting on a job to come to you, you've Mm -hmm. lost yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm just being honest. So we have to get back to basics. Identify what we're good at and realize that that's a gift. That's a God-given gift. Right. Use that. I want to continue to say to the person that's listening right now, you have greatness inside of you. I want to put that into people. You have greatness inside mm-hmm. of you. See, the bottom line is this: if you feed a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. But right. if you show a man how to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. That's what it's all about. We got to show people how to fish. Right. And that's why you can't, I we can't
1: just put a band aid.
0: To have people like yourself, myself, that's out here giving people information because this is this is the real bread. This is the real food. Giving real information. I want you guys to know also, too, there's a big difference between wealth and riches. Big difference.
1: Wealth and riches. Wealth and riches.
0: Rich and poor at the same time. Okay. But when you're wealthy, you could be in a one bedroom apartment, lost your job, and you could be wealthy. You got greatness. Wealthy is a mindset. <laughs> it's a mindset. And one of our greatest assets is not money. Your greatest assets is your mindset. Yes. It's your mindset. So I really want to make an impression on people to change their mindset. Once you change your mindset, that's your greatest asset. And an mm-hmm. asset is putting money in your pocket. and a liability is taking money out of your pocket. You got to realize that you are your greatest asset. That's why it's important you have the right mindset.
1: That's, that's gold right there, man. That's like... I'm, I'm gonna write that down and keep sure. that and put it on a sticky note somewhere, man. I love that. That's that's gold. Um, well, I I, I want to make just a little shift, brother. I wanna I wanna talk about you because you've got this just wisdom and just insight that you are sharing, and and like you said earlier, you didn't just wake up one morning and it was there. Right. Like it came with all this, you know, with having a mentor and it came with just life experiences, your ups and your downs, and, you know, acknowledging both, right? And acknowledging both sides. What are some failures that you've gone through, maybe both personally and professionally, that have helped lead you to where you are now with this platform that you have and with this message that you share? What's some of those failures that you've gone through, man?
0: Well, my failures start with pain. With pain? Start with pain. A lot of pain. A lot of pain, a lot of disparity, a lot of rejection, a lot of fear. You know, I just want people to know something because I'm always open with my story. Mm -hmm. See, when I was a young kid, I was most likely not to succeed. I got really? out of every elementary school and every high school. I was labeled, I wanted you guys to hear this, labeled a troubled youth. And the reason wow. I was labeled a troubled youth is because I suffered from something that's called dyslexia. I read things backwards. Mm-hmm. Coming from a large family, father passed at a young age, and my mother was is my mentor still to this day. Mm-hmm. My mother worked three jobs to take care of my brothers. And my sister. Wow. And my mom is my mentor, as I said before, but my mom was working those three jobs, and my mom assumed everything was okay. Sure. I was a very, very smart kid. I could listen to something, I could recite it, I knew it. However, I had a disability. Mm. And what I would do is when I was in class, when it was time for open book or tests, yeah, that was the scariest moment for me. Sure. So what would I do? I would disrupt the class, throw a chair, push somebody. Act out. And then I get kicked out of the class. Sure. And this was a cycle. So I get kicked out of the class, and then now I'm roaming the hallways with other kids who've been kicked out of the class. Uh Uh-huh. And that to me was the best time of my life because I saw a lot of kids with disabilities. I saw a lot of kids dealing with things that was dysfunctional, Mm -hmm. but there was a cause for that that dysfunction. Mm And, my, um, and, and I was suffering from dyslexia. So it wasn't until one day my mom and myself was driving in the car, and we were going somewhere, and my mom was in a hurry, we were late, and she insists that I read the instructions. Read those instructions, how did I get there? And I, I sort of shut down. And then my mom said it very forcefully, so I, I began to try to read it. Uh-huh. And then my mom knew something was wrong. Wow. I was reading things wrong. Uh-huh. So my mom took me to the, to the, to the principal and the counselors, Uh, They test me, they found out that I had a disability. Uh So I always tell people to this very, very day, you can have a disability, but you don't have to be disabled.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: So I've learned from that pain, from that suffering, from that rejection, from being cast out, Uh I've learned. I use that as my superpower today. I use my vulnerability. I use my setback as my superpower. And that's the reason why I'm speaking with so much passion because I really, really want to affect someone. I really, really want to affect that person that's actually going through it because I get it. I've been there also too. Yeah. So now I actually, once I received training, I went to school and got straight A's. But then school was boring to me. (laughs) It it, it, it was just too boring. Uh And I started at a young age being an entrepreneur, which means working jobs sweeping floors washing windows all of that but i knew i had a gift inside of me Mm. i knew i had a gift inside of me can you imagine having a gift inside of you but you can't articulate it
1: wow that's tough
0: so i made a i made a decision i'm gonna fight against my disability i'm gonna get over it and i'm gonna take what was a disability i'm gonna take something that was a setback for a comeback Uh uh-huh that's exactly what I have done. And to this very, very day, whenever I'm challenged, I remember what I went through.
1: Wow. So you use that, those lessons that you learned, even elementary, middle school, high school days, to still push you, to still challenge you today. Like, you hold on to those things, even as a kid from 30, 40 years ago.
0: That was my biggest obstacle. Whoa. That was my biggest obstacle. Uh Uh-huh. That's why I was with people. Don't forget when you challenged that. You got to fight against it. Yeah. But use it use as it. an advantage, not a disadvantage.
1: Use it. Use it.
0: As an advantage. Yeah. I can't wait to tell people what I've been through. Because once I tell people what I've been through, they they actually, uh, they love my story even greater because of where I am now. They go, because right. so, most people think that it's been a fairy tale. <laughs> Everything has been just, Rosie, no. No. Well, that's
1: that's the thing. Like it's so easy for us to look at someone like yourself, Rory, and be like, Man, dude's killing it. You know, this like if someone were to jump into your life now and just see where you're at right now, it's so easy for to be like, Man, he's doing great. Or, you know, these professional athletes who have all this money, or these actors or whatever, they jump into their life and they're like, Man, they're doing great. But no dude unpack it and look to see what they went through and what separates those people is how you use it. Like you use that pain to push you, right? You didn't lose it. You didn't lose it. You didn't push it off to the wayside. You're using it to push you and by using that to push you, then you're helping other people. Like you're dropping those seeds for other people. So if you didn't use that pain, if you didn't use it to your for your success, those people that you run into wouldn't be able to be impacted by you. And so by you using that pain, you're impacting people, man.
0: Yes. And you know, you got to see, you have to take the power out of your fear. You got to take the power out of your disability.
1: How do we do that? How do we do that? You know, it's funny
0: because the father tells us in the word of God, in our weakness, that's where his strength lies. Uh-huh. You follow? Yeah. Oh, real men don't cry. I love to cry. Mm. See, most of these things that we suffer from is because it was something that we were taught. Yeah. Or something that was said to us. Right. And, and that's the reason why I want people to know that you got greatness inside of you and you got to tap into what's inside of you. Mm-hmm. If you spend more time looking outside of you, you're going to miss what God has for you. And that's what happens in most cases. People live unfulfilled lives. That's why I said earlier the cemetery is one of the most expensive places on the planet. Mm. There's more buried dreams there, ideas there, unfulfilled gifts at the cemetery. Absolutely. So the bottom line is is that we have to start investing in ourselves. And I want you guys to know that you are more than enough. You got greatness inside of you. I'm going to continue to say that. Continue. Yes. Great inside of you. You got greatness inside of you. If you were laid off, you got greatness inside of you. If your life is not going right right now, mm-hmm. sometimes God will turn a good thing into a greater thing. So it's not a setback; it's a setup for a comeback.
1: Yes, setup for a comeback, man.
0: Let's go, dude.
1: Oh <laughs> man, I'm all pumped up now, man. I'm all I'm all pumped up. Um, last couple questions for you, Rory. This has been awesome man. I feel like we could just talk all day, brother.
0: You know we could do that, man. You my brother, man. You are
1: my friend. <laughs> we can do all the Bottom line. I I'm love excited. it. This is awesome, man. Is there any, is there anything in your life right now that you're scared to do full on 100% because there's a chance you could fail? Because there's a chance you might not achieve that success that maybe you, you you have in your mind right of of what you'd want to achieve, so you're kind of holding back some. Is there anything that you're kind of holding back from doing right now?
0: Uh, absolutely not. remember i we, I told you earlier I said our, our greatest asset is our mindset, yeah, and I said earlier, I said uh, success is often found in the pile of mistakes, yeah. Something I do for myself, I always tell people, I don't take any L's, any L's, which means losses. Yep. There's never any losses, there's only lessons. It's the mindset once again, never yeah. losses, just lessons. Yeah. And one thing I will tell people, never be afraid to make a mistake. That is the biggest, that is the biggest uh, accomplishment blocker. Being afraid to make a mistake, that's yeah. a stop. Right. Never be afraid to make a mistake. As i said it earlier success is often found in a pile of mistakes there's yeah. never any losses, only lessons right so i strive to do new things i get more failures than i get success but the bottom line is this if you know through those failures is getting you closer to your destiny closer to 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 succeeding
1: uh-huh. that's what it's
0: all about that's,
1: that's what, what, it's what it's all, all about, about. That's changing your lens right there, brother. You're helping someone change their lens on failure, man. And that's what it's all about, about changing the way we see mistakes, changing the way we see failure. Like each failure, it's a setup, dude. It's a setup. That's what each mistake is. That's what each failure is.
0: We got to keep in mind, we got to keep in mind that we, we got to keep chipping at it until we get it. Let me give you an example. It just came to my mind, but I'm gonna give you this example. Yeah, One of the most precious things to see in this earth is a masterpiece, mm-hmm. a masterpiece, a sculpture. Mm-hmm. Some sculptures takes a lifetime to be produced. Yeah, it takes a long time. And one thing about a sculpture, it starts off as a rock. Right. And the artists take a chisel and a hammer and chisel away at their masterpiece, but the but the the artists continue to knock at it, knock at it, knock at it. We need to do the same thing in our lives. We are a work in progress, but you got to keep chipping through your disappointment, chipping through your pain, chipping through your setback. But keep in mind, I'm building a masterpiece.
1: Yes. I
0: want to read once again: greatness is inside of you.
1: Yes. You got greatness inside of you. Yeah. You gotta keep chipping, man. You just gotta keep swinging that little hammer or little mallet or whatever they use, right? Like you just yeah, gotta keep, keep gotta, gotta setting, keep swinging no, it. Man, Don't. There's
0: no losses. There's only lessons. Yeah. That's all. There's no losses. There's only lessons. I'm gonna learn from my lessons, and then I'm I'm gonna get better. I'm not gonna get bitter. And I, I'll tell people this also too. That'll help them before we get ready to wrap it up. Confidence is a very tricky word. A lot of us we want confidence, but do you mm-hmm. understand confidence? It's a very tricky word. You're not going to wake up tomorrow, my friend, with confidence. Yeah. Confidence comes by doing the same thing over and over again. Uh huh. When you do the same thing over and over again, you don't get bitter. You get better because you continue to do it over and over again. Yeah. You know, the person that wins the Super Bowl is the person that execute their plan, which means yeah. they know it to a T. So you got to do the same thing in your life. Whatever you're afraid of, keep doing it over and over again, I guarantee that fear is gonna to go, to, go away. And I really wanna say this also too, for those people who can understand and hear me spiritually, there's a scripture that says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, that's the operative word, like a flood, it's not a mm-hmm. flood. It's a mm-hmm. raindrop, it looks like a flood. God lifts up a standard inside of us to drive the enemy away. That uh-huh. standard is the greatness that's inside of you. That standard that's inside of you is is this. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. I'm not gonna give in, I'm not gonna give up. I got greatness inside of me. I can do all things. That's what it's all about. We got to start investing in ourselves. We we have to begin to not only invest in ourselves, we got to learn how to reach out, uh, get around people that's doing more, know more. If you're the smartest person in your circle, you're not that smart at all.
1: Gotta find a new success,
0: circle. And you really want to be successful, you have to go the opposite way of the of the crowd. Yeah. Don't do things just because someone wants you to do those particular things. Spend some time with yourself. Invest some time with yourself. And I guarantee you, you're going to start to really, really love yourself because you're going to discover the greatness that's inside of you. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's really the point I want to get across to everybody that's listening right now. I really want you to know, get in touch with the greatness inside of you. You are enough you have everything you need and you're a masterpiece no one is like you but you got man. to get in touch with yourself
1: dude I feel like you're talking to me man I feel like you like like you're staring at you're staring down my soul man that's that's good dude that is good oh man i don't I don't want to stop but I know uh, I know we gotta wrap up brother um <laughs> Where uh, where can people follow you? Where can people get in touch with you? What's kind of your hub to, to hang out on online, man?
0: Well, I, I want to show people my book. It's it's a new book. It's called Cracking the Rich Code. And it's with Tony Robbins, Jim Britt, a good friend of mine, a life coach for 20-something years. Uh-huh. And then Kevin Harrington from ABC's Shark Tank. This is an yes. international seller. Yes. And also, we can reach it at RoryDouglas.net. RoryDouglas.net. And last but least you can go to my firm it's called aquafinancialcenter.com aquafinancialcenter.com uh-huh. right now during the time of pandemic I'm also giving free financial literacy workshops also too so wow. that's that's my story I'm sticking to it
1: Wow I love it well I'm going to link all that stuff up down below man because that's some uh that's some value right there that you're giving away and that's yeah. that's incredible man
0: but I want to say this also too, as we get ready to wrap up. I really want to, uh, I really want to, um, I want to thank you for allowing me to be uh, on your your podcast. Mm-hmm. And not only that, uh, I have a, a great deal of respect for you for what you do, and uh, I really, really wish a blessings upon everything that you do. And I'm sure that this is just the beginning for you. And you really, really uh, admire me. I consider you now as one of my mentors, a young man that's doing some great things to uplift humanity. And that's what it's all about. Man, this has been a pleasure, man. If I had to tell you, my heart is overjoyed right now.
1: Wow, wow, that that means a lot to me because same, same to you, brother. Um, that what you're doing out in the world right now, it's like I, I just said a minute ago, it's valuable, brother. It's what people need right now. I mean, like we were talking about before we even started recording, I mean, people are so hurt. People are so discouraged and people are being so pushed down right now. And the fact that you're getting a message out there of be like, like it's in you, like, like it's in you. You got to find it. It's there. It's there. It's there. You have it. Everybody has it. The fact that you're getting that message out there, man, that's what people need, dude. And it's not just like, hey, here it is you're like, Hey, here it is. And then here's how you get it. And here's how you stay there. And I love what you're about. I love who you are. Rory, man, you are a, you are a pleasure. I've got, I've got one last question for you, man, but I've, I just had to say, dude, you are a real pleasure. You are a, a real, true, genuine person. And, and I thank you for what you're doing, man.
0: Thank you, man. Thank you.
1: Um, The last question for you, brother is, you get 60 seconds to look into a phone or look into a camera and give wisdom on failure and on success. And it gets sent directly to people's phones, no matter where they're at, no matter their language, it gets sent directly to their phones. Because we all know that as soon as that phone dings, we immediately pick it up and look at it, right? And so... You get 60 seconds to share wisdom on failure and success. What's that one minute that you are sharing with people?
0: Well, this message is for everyone. It's for the right person in particular. I want you to know that in life, there's never any failure. There's, there's, there's never any losses. It's only lessons. Mm-hmm. And success is often found in the power of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Your dreams are not a figment of your imagination. It's just showing you glimpses of your future. You got greatness inside of you. I encourage you to look within inside of you and work on yourself. Everything you need is within you. You have greatness inside of you. No one is like you. You're a masterpiece. And your greatest asset is your mindset. Your mm-hmm. mindset. And the bottom line is, is this. Spend more time with yourself. Do meditation, prayer, and give yourself time to discover what you're good at. Mm-hmm. When you find your passion, you will find your pers- your purpose, rather, when you find your passion. And not only that, I don't know you, but guess what? I believe in you, and I'm counting on you to take a good look at yourself. You're a masterpiece. You got greatness inside of you.
1: That's needed, man. Someone needed to hear that today, dude. The fact that you said dreams are a glimpse of your future. I love that, man. I wrote that down. I'm I'm going to keep that someplace. <laughs> someone needed someone needed that today, brother. I appreciate you. This was incredible. Those, those 50 minutes just flew by. Man, this was awesome, dude. I appreciate you so much. This was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, my man. Thank you so much. Uh, don't be a stranger. Uh, this is just the beginning.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Rory. Take care. Did anyone else leave this episode believing in themselves a little bit more and believing that there really is greatness inside of you? Man, I love the passion that Rory speaks with. I love his lens. I love the way that he views failures, the way that he uses his setbacks. He holds strong to the adversity, the setbacks that he went through as a child to use as his superpower now. Man, he just clings so tightly to those. And that has helped shift and change his lens and shift and change his mindset so that his mindset is now his greatest asset. A couple of my favorite quotes, a couple of my favorite things that Rory said in this episode. One, it's not a setback. It's a setup for a comeback. Two, success is found in a pile of mistakes. And three, Your dreams are not figments of your imagination. They are glimpses of your future. Man, guys, let that last one sink in. Your dreams are not figments of your imagination. They're glimpses of your future. That means that you have to put in the work. That means that along your journey, on your way to reaching your dream, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to fail. But those setbacks are simply just setups. Those setbacks are simply just keys to unlock your next success. Guys, if you took something away from this episode, again, be sure to tag both myself, Studying Failure, and Rory on Instagram, and then send this over to a friend, letting them know just how powerful this episode was. Guys, until next time, success is found in a pile of mistakes. It's going to happen. Are you gonna let that failure, are you gonna let that setback keep you down? Or are you gonna use it to catapult your growth?